Yo, 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 what up? And welcome back to the one and only Minorities Report podcast. Your weekly deep dive into all things movies and entertainment through a colorful perspective. Your favorite Minorities Report for duty. Myself, Kobe Mack. We got Raul, Shama, and Dizzy Drake in the busy back, a.k.a. the Wicked Witch of the podcast, a.k.a. the proud... What are you doing? Don't distract me when I'm introducing you, Desiree. What are you doing? The potty mouth princess herself, our proud producer, Desiree Nevado. Wicked Witch of the West. Yes, October. Wicked Witch of the Podcast. I love it. Yeah, what's going on, guys? Real quick. Real quick. Before we get into it. Is there something we need to know? Yes, I have a little story. A cute little story about Shama's daughter, Lily. Hi, Lily. <laughs> Raul and I were at the theater the other week, and we ran into Emmy, um, Shama's daughter's mom, and she was telling us about how Lily wanted to listen to the podcast. And Raul and I went wide-eyed real quick, because, you <laughs> know, us on the Minorities Report, I don't have the name Potty Mouth Princess for no reason. Mm-hmm. And we were like, oh, no. How old you, How old's Lily? Seven. Seven. Seven-year-old listen to this podcast. Anyways, um, she goes on to tell us that Lily wanted to listen to the Dora episode, which is an episode that I was not there. And if you guys go and listen to the Dora Ah, episode, ah, 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 ah. Colby, because I was not there for some reason, thought that he needed to compensate for the lack of bad language. Yeah. And within the first two minutes, drops the F-bomb about five times. And we were like, oh, no. And Lily's mother was like, I don't think you can listen to this. And Lily was like, yeah, I don't think I can listen to this either. So since then, we have decided ever so often when an episode corresponds to maybe a kid's movie, we are going to be doing what is called the Lily edition. We are going clean. No cursing, no foul language, no crude humor. Just so... I love sweet, crude humor. Sweet, <laughs> just so sweet Lily can listen to our podcast every once in a while. Hey, Colby, can you give us a, a, a since we, we can't afford a soundboard, can you give us the Lily edition soundboard, not Colby version? You know, I'm a really nice guy, but um, and I'm very cognizant that in order yeah. to be a good parent, sometimes you just can't do the things that we want to do. Uh, but I'm going to do my absolute best to not do this entire podcast. But it's going to be tough. It's going to absolutely be tough. But I know that it's for the kids. But to be honest with you, kids. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is like five F-bombs. All right, Lily edition. This, what are, uh, this is, what are F-bombs? This, Come on. This is the lid. F-bombs. They're fire bombs. Fire bombs. Flower bombs. Come on. Come on, Colby. If the potty mouth princess can do it, you can do it. I guess. Can you shut Can you Mickey turn that up? off? Yeah. What? Okay. I don't know why you didn't do that the first time. <laughs> oh, Shama has a uh, Mickey Mouse uh, on his iPhone. I and every once Apple in a while. Watch. Like it's like the watch face. Yes. Yeah. It's like announcing the time. Oh, it's 11 o'clock, guys. It's oh, 11 o'clock. Gosh. It's time to get home, guys. <laughs> was that like Mickey and Goofy? Yeah, Mickey and Goofy. Yeah, it, was, <laughs> it was Goofy. That was weird. <laughs> I, I just always find it, like, no matter what, every time I think of, like, oh, like, Mickey's a mouse and Goofy's, like, a dog, but, like, Pluto's, oh, like, yes. a non-dog, but a dog, it's really yeah, a dog still, yeah, yeah. Wait, uh, did you know, I feel like this will be interesting to Lily. I learned 
from watching on The Tonight Show the secret behind Minnie and Mickey's relationship. And it's that they are married in real life. But when they are in movies together, they are playing characters. So their characters could be married, or their characters could be single, or they could just be friends, or they could not even know each other. But in real life, they are married. They are married. Lady, here's the answer for this question that you just answered a week ago. I cannot believe that Desiree <laughs> just answered a question that you were talking to me about a week ago. Do you know the answer? We'll discuss it with her next time. Because <laughs> like, yeah. it was really like I weird. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Good job. Yeah. Both. Thank you, Des. Hey, I, I got to bring something up, guys. I've been, I've been thinking for a while. I don't think I've ever touched your head, Colby. And this is going to make sense in a second. It's a weird thing to say. Just throw it out there like that. Remember, this is the Lily edition. Yeah, I've been, I've been thinking about shaving my head. I've been thinking about that very much. <laughs> Desiree, I'm going to tell you right now. Shaving your don't, cabeza. Don't let that. Let me tell you something. Don't let that man shave his head because his hair will never grow back. His his hair will will stage a revolt and be like, oh, really? I've got something for you. I know, but I think we're okay with that. Well, do you think I'm that shallow? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, like a pool. It's very interesting. So, so you fell in love with him because of his ponytail. Listen, I made him cut off. She made me cut off my ponytail one month into dating. So, uh, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Don't forget that one month into dating, I made a major life decision. I had the mother's approval. Just want to have that straight. Yeah, I was moving to LA, so all things pointed to like you know what, it was the right time to do it. I had it for over ten years, so it was fine. But, um, but no. So now I'm thinking about shaving my head. I don't want to. I, I, I'm starting to go. I'm balding in, in the backside. It's just I don't love it, and I don't want to be that guy that's holding on to something that like he he no longer has or, or like is really really running thin on. Um, and so I, I've really been like it's 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 tough. But a second ago, Shama has a. You guys can't see this, but Shama got a fresh shave on his head, and 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 I put my hand on his head without him 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 his approval, and I <laughs> I love how it felt. And I was like, you know what? I'm down for my head to feel that way. I think I would Shama, enjoy it. Shama, will you allow me the privilege? Yes, good. Hey. Oh, it's nice. Yeah. It's oily. This it's oily. Is, this backside. Oily is no, no, no. something. Can this I get is, a beat? This is where I touch. Right here. Right here. This backside. Right here. Touch that. Oh, gosh. Yeah. It's nice. It's nice. Yeah. It's nice. It's still oily. I like it. No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> it's not. Why is it oily? So, so I, that, that's, really, that's really pushed me forward to... So you know what? I th- I think this is a decision I might make pretty soon. Well, luckily like, for you, yeah. most men do not have the capability of growing such a full beard. Such a full beard. And in when fact, Colby like, that long, uh, short time. Yeah, it grows really fast. <laughs> and luckily, I'm really, really ridiculously handsome. Oh That's yeah. Like in your yeah. eye, in the eyes of your wife. In the, no, in the eyes of me. Are you kidding me? He gets hit on all the time. All the time. It's ridiculous. By Shama, particularly. Never. <laughs> no. <laughs> but um, Colby, can I tell you something? We are currently recording a podcast. We're currently recording, sir. Are you with us? Absolutely. Do you understand the immense? Do you understand the immense commitment that it has for me to muzzle my words? So I'm trying to pick my entry points you, very wisely. Are okay. You, are you? Are you? Uh, are, you are you updating your fantasy? Team, is that what's happening over there? No, I was playing Toy Blast. Oh, Toy Blast. I'm playing Mario Kart right now, bro. Yo, okay, so this is the thing about Mario Kart, right? 
So, like, I cannot, no, like, my... Colby, sp- come, Colby, can I please for a second? This is the thing about Mario Kart. Raul plays it nonstop. I don't. That's not true. I he call it up to all it, the levels no, 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 and I'm no, no, no. done. Listen, he plays it so much that the other night he woke up and said, oh, my gosh, that was weird. And I said, what was weird, baby? And he was like, I just, I was playing Mario Kart and then I looked in my hand and I didn't have my phone. <laughs> And then he went back to sleep. I asked him about it in the morning. He did not know what I was talking about. I started laughing. No, I remembered. I started laughing. Yeah, I remember that. Cole, what were you going to say? No, I Mario like Kart. so I can't change the orientation. Like, can you play it? Like, will you move No, your... I hate that. I don't like that's it. Actually, that's the number one complaint out there that everyone is having. Is that is is that very same thing. You should be able to play it. Uh, uh, horizontal, yeah, yes. land, like landscape, like uh, landscape. and it's so it would make it all wide. You could play with with two fingers. You could probably do like a little joystick. Well, because it gives screen. you the option like Nothing. to either use the fingers or the tilt. So in my mind, Correct. it just makes the most Correct. sense to Correct. use the tilt. And like Absolutely. I just yeah, but it's it's really fun. It looks great. Um, I haven't really had any issues. Um, like with it, it, it moves pretty. You know, moves pretty good. But yeah, are you drifting? Are you using the drifting? I am. I'm playing around with yeah. it, but it sucks. So I have a lot of Android friends, so there's not that multi. Oh, the, yeah. Hey, you and me, you you and me can play, bro. I can't wait to beat your booty in something else. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. In the spirit of considering my words very wisely, I want the audience to consider giving the show a follow at M Report Pod <laughs> on Twitter and Instagram, and subscribing to the website. For any and all new content at mreportpod.com. Send us an email, why don't you? We really do love it at mreportpodcast at gmail.com. As always, first up on the report, you know what time it is. It's the I still want a soundboard. No, it's not happening. Come on. Let's start saving up for it right now. Actually, we need a mixer over here. That's what we need first. need a mixer? I guess. Well, you know what needs to be mixed up? The box office. And it did get mixed up this week. We got a new domestic number one at the box office. And it's a sweet little film that came out from DreamWorks called Abominable. Oh, yes. God. Are you for real? It's number one? Yes, yes. absolutely. Oh, I'm so excited. Number one. Really nice. Lily, I'm so upset at you. I can't believe you went to see it without me. I'm so upset. <laughs> hey, it was... It was definitely, you know, it sucks that I, me personally, I feel like there needs to be like this kind of big family animated movie to come out at least once or twice a month. So it's been a little yes, bit like, exactly. it's been Every, what, the kids were asking why there are, there are no like family movies or kids movies since Angry Birds, two months with no family movie. Oh my right? God. So yeah. And it was, I'm, I'm, I, I really enjoyed this movie. I can't wait for you guys to, but it, listen out to the, uh, the, the review edition of the podcast, um, and we're going to get into it. But yeah, it brought in $20.612 million. It's another number one film for Universal at the box office this year that is not from an existing property. So I think that speaks volumes to what the industry is craving for. I mean, $20 million I think is great. It's a budget about $75 million bucks, but it's going to open up worldwide very, very soon and make a bunch of money. In the number two spot, Down Abbey still brings in some money, bringing in $14.3 million. You got Hustlers in the number three spot, still making money, bringing in $11.3 million. It's already up to $80 million domestically. So really good job for J-Lo and Constance Wu and all those beautiful ladies in that film. It Chapter 2 is in the number four spot at $10.2 million. You got Ad Astra falling to the number five spot at $10.014 million. 
Rambo Last Blood, for some reason, is still making money. Made $8.5 million this past week. If you did not catch the Kobe rant that I got into in the last podcast. That's awesome. You're missing out. Um, it was absolutely beautiful. Sorry for not giving everybody a spoiler alert, but who cares? And because it's the Lily edition, I will not drum up the words, the choice words that I had for that movie. Um, making its entry into the top 10 for this week is Judy with Renee Zellweger bringing in only $2.9 million, but understandably so. It's a very low theater count. It only opened up at about 461 screens. So, Guys, go see it. Please, yeah, definitely go watch it. Definitely go see Renee it. Renee did the role, the role of her life. Yeah, it, I will say this. Yes, it, it, is, it is Renee Zellweger's best role. We got a juicy pod coming your way to be able to dig into. Still in the top 10, you got Good Boys at the number 8 spot, bringing you $2.06 million. Lion King still in the top 10 as well at the number 9 spot, $1.65 million. And Abs is Fallen, you know. No Shama's, way! Shama's favorite movie. I, I would, I it is really still cool. in the still top in 10. in the top 10, six weeks no in the way. theater, wow. bringing in $1.5 million. Oh my gosh. And that is your box office. Ab has fallen. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So, um, yeah, no, I think it was uh, another healthy week. Obviously, there's a big incoming. <laughs> we'll get to that a little bit later uh, this week. But next up on our report, you know, Shama's going to take it away with the news. The news. The news. You didn't do it right. Do it again. The news. 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 I mean, your favorite part of the podcast. This is Lily's news. favorite part. She's like, oh my God, that's my dad. He's on. He's talking about the news. Uh, <laughs> she doesn't have an accent. She does not talk like oh, that she's at all. T- <laughs> <laughs> wow. Discrimination with the minorities, you know? And as you guys know, every time we speak about Disney, and finally, Disney and Sony uh, struck a deal. You know, the House of Mouse. Yeah, we don't know how the deal will work. Oh, we got like, we got some, we got a little particulars on it, a little bit. I had to really yeah, the, I had to I had to, to search. What they officially announced, like they said, like they struck a new deal all over Spider-Man, which would let the web slinging hero return back to the MCU for another two movies. But we don't know the percentage yet. Yo, it's been heavily confirmed. Seventy-five twenty-five. These are the rumors, but like, and I believe you, he- so. heavy rumors have confirmed <laughs> it's a 75 yeah. 20, which I got to be honest with you, Disney wins in this side. Um, you guys know my thoughts on Spider-Man Far From Home and my side of the argument on that. Um, um, I will be getting the Blu-ray probably tomorrow um, so I can be able to watch it again and see maybe a third time's a charm, right? Um, it's on the library. Yeah, you can check it. You don't need to buy it, so. But we can cut this. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I will say, I'm glad that everybody got what they wanted. Spider-Man's back in the MCU. We'll see if they can, you know, make this good. It's it's the deal. We'll see if is they can make another for, good movie yeah. like Far From Home. You know. Yeah, we'll see. It's only right, for two. See. It's only for two more All movies. All right. Next up on the news, <laughs> Netflix announced Stranger Things season four, and they released the teaser trailer. From what we know, that we this one is not will be not at Hawkins, but will be outside Hawkins. It's different characters? No, with the same characters and everyone, but like we're outside of Hawkins because, like you know, people moved at the end of the show. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Can I say something? Yeah. Stranger Things, if you're listening, they listen. You, the Duffer Brothers, one, they listen. You have set yourself up for greatness. Please do not make the same mistakes that Game of Thrones did, and please finish out the season well. Oh, I mean, they already made a mistake. Stranger Things season three was whack. Come on, you can have a comeback. 
four and five. Let's make it happen. Let's make it a happen. four and a five. I thought they were confirmed for five seasons. Were they? Oh my god! Like they I, said this two years ago that they have, they will end at the at the fifth. I, but like it's never confirmed every year. Like they do not say the final number. I want this to be an anthology series. Let's take this somewhere else. Like not only get out of Hawkins. I'm done with these characters. The kids were so checked out of this last. I, it really sucks we didn't do a Stranger report. Um, we should have. Uh, maybe we can. But obviously, this season three wasn't really worth it. Like I was just really tired and yeah, exhausted. It was great. Oh, great, my. <laughs> no, great no, not great. Great, my butt. Great, my butt. Entertaining. Was entertaining. Yeah, yeah that's well, that's not what we want. We don't want entertaining. Like, no, I, I want like I want a gripping drama that has to deal with real life characters set in these extraordinary circumstances. And the Duffer Brothers need to come with it, like you said, Desiree. The okay. bar, yes, was, set, the the bar was set super high in the first season, and it's been just diminishing returns ever well, since. I don't want to. I don't want to get into this right now, but the reason why. Season one was so good because there was so much mystery involved. Mm -hmm. And in the next I two agree. seasons, there was not enough mystery because they were just playing off what they've already using revealed. Using what they already have, yeah. yeah. And uh, since <laughs> you mentioned the Duffer Brothers, Netflix signed a deal with them for uh, for another uh, for two movies and another TV series. The, Netflix is trying to, like, to sign deals with the big names before Disney Plus is, is, is in the works, before Disney Plus starts streaming, especially before Apple Plus as well because like this week apple announced like the the theatrical releases for uh, for their movies and tim cook said we don't we don't want to be like netflix movies deserve deserve to be uh, shown at theaters first and we will agree to the movie theaters uh, restrictions for times and that's like the first movie hala it's coming in um, uh, november 22nd hala hala and then it will be released on apple tv plus on uh, on christmas day so, and uh, Anthony Mackie and Samuel Jackson movie, The Attorney, will be released in theaters first week of December. Then it will be on um, on Apple TV Plus on New Year's Eve. So, so Netflix, you can do the same, please. We need the Irishman to be at the theaters for 28 days, please. And the final item on the news, the um, Ryan Reynolds and Jason Bateman are looking to make a remake for Clue. Clue? Yeah. Any thoughts about this, guys? No. Okay. Desiree, do you think they should, they should make it? or? I didn't really watch any of the other clues. I feel like I played the game once. You know what? I will say this. I will also, say the this. game kind of frustrates me. I love, I love um, Game Night. I'm a big fan of Jason Bateman. Uh, I'm a little... Empalagao. Mm, Empalaga. Ryan Reynolds. You have yes, to like, explain what that means. Empalaga is like this word in Spanish. <laughs> it's like... Uh, take like, him serious. When you, no, when you take... When you eat... When it usually is with food, like when you eat too much of the same flavor, like it's just kind of like overwhelming, and it's just kind of like even if it's a delicious, it's it's too much because it's too much of the same flavor. And so like I'm just like Ryan Reynolds right now, just a little a little too much. I'm getting a little too much of him, and I'm just a little a little tired of him right now. So so I just I, I feel the same. I, I see him the same after after uh, Deadpool, like when he did like the Hitman's uh, bodyguard. I feel like it's the same kind of humor. And then, like the everyday videos with Hugh Jackman, it's the same. And now the 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 Hitman Hitman's bodyguard's wife is the same, you know. And six six feet under or whatever, six underground, yeah. six underground, it's the same. So, I yeah. agree. But no, but I love Jason Bateman, like I said, and I, I I'd be down to to see something like Game Night again with Jason Bateman. It'd be fun. Okay. All right. What about you, Galen? Colby? Yeah. I, I'm, a, I'm a big proponent of reboots, prequels, sequels, and remakes, so sure. 
Uh, it's been a while since the Tim Curry uh, led Clue movie came out, so I'm I'm down. Let's see what what a contemporary right. retelling would be. That's it today for the news. Next up on the report, trailers. Thanks, Shama. Yeah, trailers today. Guys, good news. We don't have 11 trailers here to talk about. <laughs> oh, yeah. Especially last yeah, week we had like I five edited, Netflix I edited trailers. the podcast. I'm pretty... I think I took out a couple. Sorry. Oh. But it was just kind of a long It segment. was so long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, and it. some of Raul's pauses were outstanding. I'll outstanding. But trailers. you're welcome, audience. I took them out for you. But actually, yeah, I'm yeah. glad that we mentioned those last week because like if we did not mention the politician... The way we talked about it last week, I I was I wasn't like planning to see it, and and I saw the the the, the show, and we'll talk about it later. I I loved it. Yeah, okay. it was so good. Yeah. All right. So first trailer we're gonna talk about real quick is uh we're gonna break a rule, it's a rule Caitlin established many times, and it's we don't talk about second trailers. But it's a full we're very trailer. Convinced. Yeah, but the the first Kingsman trailer was more of a teaser trailer. This is a full trailer, so we're gonna talk about real quick the Kingsman trailer. So the Kingsman guys, uh, I mean, I'm sure a lot of you guys are familiar with Kingsman. The, the, what was the first one called? The King. Yeah, just uh, called King, the Kingsman. Kingsman. Yeah, the Kingsman. Kingsman was the subtitle. No, there was no subtitle. It was the Kingsman. Nothing. Okay, really? Yeah, whatever. the second one. Has yeah, the, the second one is Kingsman Golden, Golden Circle. Golden Circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So this is a prequel. Um, this is a prequel for, to to Kingsman called. Actually, the, the first one was called The Secret Service. Correct. See, Kingsman. I knew yeah, it. I knew it. Sorry. Yeah. Service. That's so, why I had the secret on my mind. So as, as always, what I'm hearing is Raul's right. So Kingsman is a prequel to Kingsman. And it is um, the synopsis. As a collection of history's worst tyrants and criminals masterminds gather to plot a war to wipe out millions, one man must race against time to stop him. Uh, it's starring Matthew Good. Get my arc. Art, I don't know how to pronounce her last name. Gemma Arterton. Awesome. Yeah, that, that, her. Um, Aaron Taylor Johnson and Ralph Fiennes. And, of course, Stanley Tucci. we got to mention that guy because he's, uh, he's, he's. Tucci. And Jaiman Hunsu. No, 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 we don't need to talk about that oh, guy. shut your mouth. Uh, <laughs> and it's coming out February 14th. Oh, Valentine's Day, of yeah. course. And, uh, yeah. Um, guys, I'll go ahead and start with Shama. What did you think of the King, the King's Man trailer? First of all, before, before I say that, actually about the trailer itself, this is the first 20th Century Fox production that started produ- production after Disney acquired the company. Really? So it has like full uh, approval from Disney. Wow. Yeah, that's good. This is the first movie. Yeah. So what do you think of the trailer? Uh, I like the trailer more than the first one. When when we saw the te- the teaser, like I wasn't interested because like. I really liked uh, the Secret Service, like the first one, um, but this one like looks different. It's interesting, so I'm excited for it. Okay. Uh, Colby. Yeah, no, I really enjoyed this trailer. Uh, Matthew Vaughn is right back in his wheelhouse, doing things very differently from the Golden Circle. I think he's kind of, I think he realized where the Golden Circle went, not wrong, but just deviate a little bit far too much had all right bad case of the sequelitis and it looks great i love the action i love the story i love world war one films uh so i'm really excited for this all right i think it's just okay i i think it's gonna be a lot of action and not as much substance i think where it, i don't think it's gonna capitalize where kingsman was at its best um, which is like how clever it was written, the dialogue, the characters. Like I really think the first Kingsman was just 
I really do think Matthew Wong was just at his most masterful. Like he just he really 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 did think very deeply about this movie and how he was going to tell it and 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 really capitalize on this, the cleverness of what he was working with. Um, Golden Circle it, it dropped exponentially, and this I think is going to be somewhere in between. But I definitely don't think it's going to hit those high notes. I think it's going to be more entertaining than it is going to be substance. Whereas I think uh, Secret Service was was a, the perfect blend of both. So, but still, we'll see. I'm excited to see it. It's good to see that it's coming out in February, not January. So, we will see how that turns out. All right, next story we're going to be discussing is a trailer that just dropped, Six Underground. Shama, can you tell us what it's all about? Six Underground is a, another Netflix movie. It's directed by Michael Bay. It's about six billionaires fake their own deaths and form an elite vigilante squad in order to take down notorious criminals. Um, it's another Netflix movie that nobody knew that it was filming. Like, Who's starring it? Uh, it's starring Ryan Reynolds, Ben it. Hardy, Melanie, Melanie Lauren, Dave Franco, uh, Sebastian Roche, Manuel Garcia Rolfo, like lots of people, you know, like the trailer really looks full of lots of uh, famous names and familiar faces, you know. Hmm. Um, I'll start with myself for the reaction. Yeah. Uh, it's another Ryan Reynolds movie that looks like it's the same, you know, like yeah. I feel like he's doing the same way of humor, of life. But I believe that the, the, the amount of action in this movie is like Michael Bay doing the Transformers again with no Transformers. No Transformers. Like, like, yeah, the same angles he's using in big cities. Michael, it, Bay, Michael Bay definitely has a recipe the, he follows. Yeah, he has his own thing and it succeeds like in, in, in the box office. Sometimes like it feels that the movie's really bad. But I think for a Netflix movie that will come during the holidays, it will it will do good. Um, the way like um, the angles like shot in, in Abu Dhabi, in London, like uh, in St. Petersburg, like those places that I, I think I saw the trailer, they look like familiar, like nothing is new, you know. But maybe with Ryan Reynolds and those names, we'll see something different, especially that he did not write the movie. So we'll, we'll see. I'm like a little bit like interested to see how it's going. I'm not excited. Like, when it comes, I'm not, like, see it on the same day. It's maybe, like, in two, three days after. You know. Well, you know, I know Colby's feeling different about this movie. So, Colby, what do you think? Yeah, so this is uh, one of the best trailers I've seen this year. Um, I am very, 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 very excited. I cannot imagine someone walking into my office as a film exec and saying, Hey, I've got this pitch for you, right? Imagine a movie where six gorgeously stunning billionaires fake their own deaths to become vigilantes. Wait, wait, so you're like six Batman? Yeah. And we're going to get the guy who wrote Deadpool. So, I'm a big Rhett Reese fan because I love Deadpool. Deadpool is one of my 20 best films of the entire decade. Probably in the top wow. 10. I, I got I to gotta, I gotta work on that. Deadpool is phenomenal, right? Wow. I enjoy Michael Bay because he's Michael Bay. He knows exactly what he's going for. He's got the Bayisms on full display. This movie looks like Fast Five, but it could possibly be better because you have a better supporting cast. Like, like I said, when I mentioned that everybody's in this movie, everybody's in this movie. You got Ben Hardy. You got Adair Arjona. My goodness. Dave Franco. Corey Hawkins. Like, there's so many people, and there's so much stuff in this trailer. Like, I really hope that there's more to be able to get to in the movie. And I still can't for the life of me understand how Netflix is able to afford funding all of this. 
It's the same budget that they use for the Irishman. $150 million for this and this. Like that is it's bro, it's I swear, I do not... Okay, so for those that don't understand how movies work, right? It's not just for art, folks. Like This is about commerce. And typically, if you... It's make, an industry. It's an industry, yeah, right? So yeah, they need the, the return on investment. A, if you so. make a $150, $150 million movie, before you can actually make money, like you, before you can make a dollar a profit, you need to off the back make like three hundred and fifty to four hundred million dollars, correct? In order to make money, right? Typically, ideally, you double your budget when you count in, you know, and to forego doing a traditional model. The way that Netflix and they don't disclose their financials, the way that they make money is off of subscribers. I, I think it's like the laundromat, like they're doing something wrong. Some, you know? so, so, but this is my thing. It's funny enough because we asked last week on the pod. When are we going to get a bird box? There hasn't been a movie where Netflix has had like this cultural talking point. And we're still not getting it. This is going to be it. No, I think this no. one people this is gonna, about. I, let me I tell, think, I, yeah. I'm telling you right now. This not is, in the same bro, way. They're going to talk this about is the, the type action. Of they're going to talk about the Michael Bayism. No, they're going to no, talk no, no, about no. the actors. You got to understand. It's not going to be about what the movie's saying. It's not going to be about the base, what the, the base symbolism that is. It's not going to be about the visuals. It's not going to be about the differences. It's really just another Michael. You said no, it, Fast Five. But this is another Fast Five But Raul, what you have to understand... This is exactly the movie that Netflix needs to stay in their lane with. They've already mastered the rom-com. They're killing that genre, right? This is the movie sure. that they need to keep people at home and out the theater. I guarantee you that when this movie drops on December the 3rd, I believe it's December the 13th, you're going to yeah. you're going to hear 13th, a report yeah. immediately say this was the most watched movie. Most streamed movie in Netflix's history. I, I, I agree. Pro- with I, this. I promise I, you. Sure, 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 sure. But I don't think people are going to discuss it like Bird Box. Uh, mm. I don't think people are going to have the conversations like Bird but, Box. But I think that lends itself more so in regards to the genre because of the type of film that Bird Box is. But this is going to be like one, this is probably going to be one of the most profitable to whatever Netflix you know, figures like profits are. I still this is going to be they the make most the same, they, they make the same amount of money no matter what. Yes, that's what I'm saying. So, how how are they going to increase their profit? Who will sign up on that? day for it people are already signed up like that's what i believe well but but then again then we're speaking to the entire i have no idea what like what their business model is like because it doesn't make any sense they're they're giving 200 million dollars to they have to in in five weeks in five weeks they are releasing 1.1 billion dollar uh content it's like one billion and hundred million dollars in five weeks and this is the thing. Like, how that, are they going to make like, that, that How many business, people will sign up to make a profit after this amount of content being produced? I don't know, you know? bro. I, I really, I, I, I swear. I, I feel I'm like. I'll tell you what I don't know. What I don't know is how we have managed to speak so long on this trailer. It's a great trailer. Okay? It's, it's okay. It's a neither Michael Bay movie. We'll see if it's good. We can hope that it's good, but it, it probably is not going to be great. Next up, we're going to talk about Modern Love. It's a new Amazon show that's going to be dropping on October 18th. And it's a TV series based on the New York Times column that explores relationships, love, and the human connection. This is truly starring everyone. I'm talking about Anne Hathaway, Tina Fey, Andy Garcia, Dev Patel, Dan Alexander, Sophia Botella, uh, Olivia Cook. Julia Garner. I mean, it, there is uh, so many people in. I mean, I could keep on going and going and going and going and going. Uh, there's a ton of people in this, and um, you know what? I'm curious to know, Colby. What did you think about this trailer? It's like 
This Is Us, but for Amazon. And with more storylines. Yeah, it's like it's like one of those New Year's Eve type of things. Yeah, movies. But yeah, on in TV show, yeah, yeah. TV form. But it, the casting is great. Like the people they chose, like for like I love did, the casting. Did you like the trailer? Yeah, I like the trailer. Okay, Colby. Yeah, I like the trailer. I'll get I'll give it a watch if I can find some time. Okay, I'll tell you what. Before I watched this trailer, Colby, I told Colby should I watch it. He said you're not gonna like it. This is the second time where Colby proves that he does not know me very well. I really enjoyed this trailer. I love this trailer. The Colby um, I like don't it. think it's perfect. Colby don't <gasps> know me. Colby oh, don't know me. Oh, that's it. High five, Sean. Oh. That was good. <laughs> Woo. Colby hashtag Colby don't know me. Listen. Uh, <laughs> um, no, I I really really dug this trailer. I am what I guess Colby doesn't know about me. I'm a sucker for these kind of things. I really like New Year's Eve, and I like Valentine's Day. I like both those movies. Um, I like those kind of stories, and I think they're fun. I think this could be so much better because what I what I crave from those is for them to be longer. And the fact that it's a TV show, eight episodes, I, I think it's going to do that. I hope that they're able to pull it off. I love what I saw from the performances from Dev Patel, from Anne Hathaway. Um, I'm intrigued by a lot of the story loves. I love Andy Garcia. Like he's just, he, I, I love. I, I really just love that guy. I grew up. My mom would always every time I came out, I am the Garcia. Like and then like every every Puerto Rican woman I knew just loved this go? man. I am the Garcia. <laughs> and uh, and no no no. I, and I I really really like this trailer. Um, I'm I'm excited to see this. Um, I will be I will be streaming it when it comes out. I'm not always chasing after what Amazon's putting out, but I will be watching this one. Hashtag COVID don't know me. Can you tell us about Birds of Prey, bro? I know this movie that you are not excited about at all because you hate DC. Uh, quite the contrary. I am a big DC fan, a big fan of Suicide Squad, and what it produced was a great performance from Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn, and I'm glad that she is here executively producing the film. Uh-huh. And she's got a cast of characters with her, and of course... Pretty much the story is based off Harley Quinn and her friends. After splitting up with the Joker, Harley Quinn joins other superheroes like Black Canary, Huntress, Renee Montoya from the comics to save a young girl from an evil crime lord who is Black Mask, being portrayed uh, by um, Dr. Sleep, <laughs> by Ewan McGregor. <laughs> and I, I really dug this trailer. I'm glad that this is a nice that trailer that we got a chance to dig into. Um, I love Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. I love her agency. I love this storyline they're going with. It is going to be very in your face. It is beautiful. Like I love the cinematography in all the DC films and this is no exception. Uh, this looks great. It's super vibrant. It's colorful and I'm excited to see where it goes. Shama, what would you think of uh, Birds of Prey and the fantabulous the emancipation of one Harley Quinn? <laughs> exactly. Birds of Prey and the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. First of all, this movie is coming on my birthday. So that's something like, I'm sorry. Merry excited. Christmas. Oh, thank you. And it's like coming two days before the Oscars. Like, also something good. Like, I don't think like people will like leave the Oscars and go watch the movie, but we'll see. Uh, I like the trailers. I like the, uh, I mean, I like, I like the trailer. I like the colors. It's so like uh, crisp and vivid you know like and i love uh, the way margot robbie speaks 
And uh, you love the way Margot Robbie anything. Anything, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and um, and I, I think like it's like the middle way between Suicide Squad one and Suicide Squad two. And I'm also excited to see another female director directing a comic book movie. You know, after the success of uh, the Great Wonder Woman and Wonder Woman 90, 1984 in, coming in June, after Captain Marvel, and uh, next will be like Black Widow. So I'm 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 so excited to see a um, DC comic movie directed by a female before Eva DuVernay directs the next DC movie. Will she? Yeah, she's directing a, a, a new DC movie. Next oh, year. awesome. Eva DuVernay. Eva DuVernay, yeah. So like Eva DuVernay. I'll give quick thoughts. I, in Suicide Squad, one of the few things I like, I loved what Will Smith did and I love what, uh, what Margot Robbie did. Um, I do agree on the visuals in this movie. My only concern is I'm worried that I'm worried about the plot. I'm not not fully being there. I feel like we're not getting enough of everybody else. It doesn't feel like a Birds of Prey movie. It feels like a Harley Quinn movie from the trailer. Um, and I want it. I, I, if it's called Birds of Prey, I want it to be more about Birds of Prey. Um, but also, uh, I am a little concerned with how how the performance, uh, Margot Robbie's performance and, and portrayal of Harley Quinn has gone from what she did in Suicide Squad and has become more cartoonish. Like like the Batman cartoon, Harley Quinn, you know, the whole like, hey, here, hold this for me and throw it out the window. Oh, poof, boom, you know, like, and it, and it feels so, it, it, it went from like a, a more realistic Harley Quinn in Suicide Squad to what now just seems like they took straight out of the cartoon and put it into a movie. And that concerns me how that's going to translate and how I'm going to be able to enjoy that and it, how it's going to be able to buy my attention. Um, so, but we will see. Um, I am still going to go see it. Um, if, if only to, to see Harley Quinn and her performance. So. Yeah, we'll be in LA at this time. So, yeah. we'll see it in LA. Yeah. And that's it, guys. Nice, kind of short trailers. And that's it for trailers today, guys. Next up on our report, we got the previews. Go away. Coming up this week is the most anticipated movie on my list. And I think everybody, right? Did we, was Joker like in the top five, would you say? Of like most anticipated movies of the year? No, not even close. No, my my list for the year, it wasn't on my top ten. Then like after June, oh. it was in, on my, in my top five, yeah. Y'all are awful. I swear. This was this one. Uh, it's on my top five, I said. Okay, all right. <laughs> after June. Raul's off. Top five what? Okay. Movies of the year. I anticipated movies of the year. Of the half year after June. Yeah. Awful, awful. Yeah, now this is definitely in my top three uh, between us in Chapter 2 and then Joker. Because one, the fact... Wow, hold on, hold on, hold on. Whoa. What? That concerns me. What? Because those first two, extremely disappointing. It Chapter 2 and Us? Both. Very disappointing films. Um, Both 7 out of 10s for me. I won't call them disappointing. Very disappointing. I expected us to be a solid nine, and I expected it to be a, at least an eight. Yeah, me too. Eight to nine. Yeah. Yeah. Us, I was like really waiting for it. Us, I really thought was yeah, gonna be a solid out, nine. Yeah. So this is concerning to me. But go ahead, continue. Sorry. Yeah. But the good thing is, is that the wait is almost over. I am going to be so happy to finally watch this movie. We can make up our own minds, and then approach the commentary. Because let me tell you something, from the reactions that people are having to this film. I don't know if the world can handle this right now in the climate that we're in. Um, people are, are very upset at the film's existence. 
opposed <laughs> to the actual of what's going on in the film. And, and I wonder if we will do a responsible job next week in talking about the film itself. And do you think that there's a possibility? I want to ask you guys a question. Is it responsible to talk about a film without talking about what its impact is outside of the film and on society? No, I mean, I think I think you can do both. I mean, it really just depends what, what approach you want to take. I think it's fine either way. Um, I think we're putting a lot of weight on a, a comic a fictional book character. villain. I got it. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Comic book super villain story. That's not new. Uh, like this, this, this is this is the thing that drives me nuts. Like now, like outside. There is something triggering about Batman movies for some reason. Two people, and uh, and this is is no different. But. I'm, now, granted, Twitter was not what it was back in 2008, but I don't remember hearing this talk. Like, mainly people were upset about the casting of Heath Ledger as the Joker, as opposed to the Joker's existence on screen. And I think that's the yeah. part that's just like, I, I'm, I'm fine and really unnerving. I'm, I am right now, I'm Desiree triggered by everything that I hear about the commentary about this film. And I don't get it. What does that mean, Desiree triggered? You know, like Desiree, she has certain like triggers, right? Like right now, like I get triggered when I hear people talk about the Joker. Like I don't want to see another white guy damaged and he takes out a society. One, that's America, folks. Two, the Joker's been around for decades. This ain't new. So you're getting triggered like anybody. <laughs> Not like you. No. I'm confused as to why I'm significant. No. You're, under, you're the example. You get triggered on your. I, I, to, the, to the best of my Everybody gets triggered. No, 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 not, on, not, on podcast, like, things like, not on this the, podcast. Not on this podcast. guy, MGM, like things that like triggers your, your yeah. emotions, like really more than everybody. You know? Guys, are you saying that I am emotional? No, we're saying you're triggered. Yes. Saying you're oh. triggered. Go back to your bed. Do you guys want to go down this road? No, no, please. I want to go home. This is so the Lily like edition. This is the Lily edition. The Lily edition. You got to watch it. Guys, I'm getting triggered. <laughs> we knew it. We knew it's so it. easy to do. <laughs> no, but like, honestly, I'm just, I, I, I'm, I, I cannot wait to just have our minds made up. Now, I'll be, I'll be completely upfront about this. If I go and watch this movie and I feel that it is blatantly gratuitous in its exhibition of violence, and it does not narratively make sense, I will lambaste this movie until then. I don't want to hear no more talk. Because the thing is, the general audience hasn't watched this. And for all of those that have watched it um, you know, a few weeks ago, or tonight, or recently had a press screening cancel on them, I need you to shut up. All right? I don't want to hear your thoughts. I don't want to hear your little chide sentiments. Let's wait till Thursday night, and then we can have a talk. Okay. Yeah, there's. Uh, I feel. I feel similarly, simply just on based on just just all the nonsense going on out there. Um, I'm concerned about it, and uh, it's 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 really 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 silly. Shama, are you ready for Joker? Oh, I'm so excited for Joker. Didn't say anything. I'm really like um, mm. waiting to see this movie, especially in Dolby, and like get um, like. Like sad about how how the society can can affect a person and how things can change in people upon the treatment, you know. And that's what we need to to have yeah. a better way, a proper way of raising our children 
not to not to bu to bully anyone, not to to bully each other. Like because sometimes at work you can just like make fun of somebody and you think it's something funny, and it, for this person it's considered harassment. You yeah. know, like like you can ruin his day, maybe you can ruin his life for a word. You know, like something he thought that he has, or or he he might be able to do it, and he had like self confidence about it, and just like destroy it and hurt it and break it easily, and you would never know. So I want to see like how how this is a big thing and uh, how this affected him and try to teach the especially the young kids how to be better citizens basically people are going to start focusing so much on the actions of the joker may focus a little more on the, the actions of the people around them yeah. society around him the environment the community so, yeah what else we got coming out yeah so i will say this the joker is the big nationwide release and I feel like I always get this wrong because I keep hearing about all these films that are going to come out and they don't, right? Like I said last week that the laundromat's going to come out and then decides, no, 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 we're going to come out next week. So we may have the laundromat either this week or next week. I don't know. No, laundromat, not, not yet on Netflix. Like it's playing limited release nationwide. Okay. Got but it. like Dolomite, my name this weekend will be, will be playing Possibly. in New York and LA and uh, Houston and I think uh, one show in uh, Miami. But it, it's coming on uh, on Netflix the week after. I got to be honest with you. I do not understand how Atlanta is the number three filming capital in the world, yet they don't put that as down as a city of release for Dolomite is my name. I'm upset. Really. You know. Really you know upset. what are the big the, the the biggest three markets in the U.S. for for movies? Yeah, New York, L.A., and Atlanta. No, number three oh, is Chicago. In, well, like in, in regards to exposition of the films, right? Yeah, yeah. that's what I that's what I ask. Yeah. But this is the filming capital. There's a third I biggest know, filming capital. I know, but I mean, like the top three markets that they where they put, and actually, number four. Actually, uh, num Bollywood's number one. Number four. I'm talking about in the U.S. And number four is Houston, even before Atlanta. It's hard. It's awful, awful. But yeah, and we possibly will get Lucy in the Sky, and then Painting Glory. So, um, a lot of interesting, small. You will not films. be able to see Lucy in the Sky, like maybe like in 15 theaters. So. Yeah, we're going to see. Yeah, Lucy in the Sky is suffering right now. Mm -hmm. Pain and Glory, I can't, I, every time I hear that title, I think of that Mark Wahlberg. Pain and Gain. With Pain and Gain. Yes. Yes. Michael Bay uh, film. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is every uh, time. Yes. Pedro Almodobar movie. Yeah, I know. I just always think about it. But yeah, but so we, we will we will uh, we'll keep everything updated. Uh, be on the lookout for the socials so we can kind of get an idea on our reactions. We'll get our report cards posted up and be on the lookout for the pod two that comes attached with this a little bit later in the week. The review edition. As always, it's dope spending time with you guys. We love you. You audience really make us the best. So make sure to follow us on all the socials at mreportpod on Twitter and Insta. Make sure to like, subscribe, comment, and share. Please leave us a review. We want to hear your thoughts on the show. Are you enjoying the split up of the two pods? We hope that you are. We want to get better and be better for you. Plus, it helps us climb up the charts to make it easier for new folks to find us. Um, of course, we got my boy Raul. You can follow him on Twitter at Raul Nevada. We got Shama. Follow him on Twitter at the Muhammad Shama, or just you know Muhammad Shama. Follow Desert as a photo and myself at Kobe told me. Be a part of the show if you have a report. Let us know. This is Minorities Report. Peace. <laughs>